0: We come 2.0. Growing up behind the
1: Iron Curtain and escaping. I was born in a cage and I grew up in a cage, somewhat on my knees. I had an opportunity, given me by God, to escape that cage. But you guys were born free here. But you allow the cage to be built bar by
0: bar, slowly, around you. <laughs> When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready, Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2, 1.
2: Welcome everyone to Prepping 2.0. This is one of your hosts today, Shelby Gallagher, and I'm joined by my partner on the show and partner in life, Glenn Tate. Good morning, Glenn.
3: Hello, good morning, Shelby. We have a we have a great show. Um do. why don't we we always start with the top 100? Why don't you hit that first?
2: I will. The top 100 is a great list. It's the top 100 things that disappear the quickest in a collapse. You can find it on our website at prepping2-0.com. We're at number 91.
3: Geez, we're almost getting to 100. We're
2: getting to 100. And this is a favorite of mine, although not quite a favorite. Number 91 is teas. Tea. T-E-A-S. Teas as in tea bags, uh, brewed tea, chai tea. Um, To me, I, I see that word and I think a delivery system for caffeine.
3: Yes, it has other uses. Like if the water isn't terribly tasty, mm-hmm. it's a way. And people have been doing it all over the world for that's why it was invented Exactly um, to to drink water. Look at Afghanistan. There's always you know they're drinking tea. Uh, Vietnam drinking tea. Take
2: the, uh, all over out Europe. Of the water. Yeah, yeah, take the
3: yuck out and of the add water. A little
2: zing to your bloodstream. Yeah. Exactly.
3: So it's all good in it. It doesn't take up a lot of space. It's easy to store. It doesn't last forever. spoil. Yep, yeah. it lasts
2: forever if you keep it in an airtight container. Good bartering yeah. item too. Good bartering item. Absolutely.
3: I wanted to mention two things. Lurkers, lurkers come out of the shadows. This has been fun. And that is lurkers. If you've been listening to the radio show and the internet show, which is available on you know YouTube and Rumble and all over the place, um, and, and but you're not a Patreon. You keep hearing about this cool after show and you keep hearing things like in this show, for example, we have Patreon questions that Patreons asked our guest who will be coming up in a moment. And so there's all this cool stuff for being a Patreon. Uh, There's going to be thumb drives being mailed out in the month of January with all the shows from the previous year. If you're five dollar and up Patreon. So there's all this stuff and you think to yourself, gee, I don't know don't know what this is about i'm lurking in the shadows we'll come out of the shadows become a patreon go to prepping 2-0.com there's a big red button the upper right thing says become a patreon two bucks a month uh super easy to do so we encourage that and part of the lurker message is the video bonus show message that i have for you the vbs's as we call them here and for five dollar and up patreons those are, as the name implies, video bonus shows. Not
2: Vacation Bible School.
3: No, no, it's not that. Um, so, and these are videos we do a variety of ways. Sometimes it's Shelby and I sitting at our computers. It is also the KHNC show uh, that we do on 1360 AM in Denver. And it is also product reviews, how-tos. You know, we did it for like two weeks. We started filming them, 11 VBSs. So there's a VBS probably every three days uh, or something like that. So a lot of really good content and then we have guests and topics but really guests that are only on the VBS's and so there's a ton of stuff. I highly recommend it and it's five bucks a month and if you're a $2 Patreon, go ahead and upgrade to five and get all the cool stuff. You're going to love it. A lot of folks have several hundred of you have in the past couple weeks, by the way. Yes, it's been fun.
2: I will add this too. We will on our VBS's we have allowed ourselves the ability to branch out a little bit beyond prepping. Mm-hmm. Prepping 2.0 is, we definitely try to keep the topic on prepping and how all roads lead to prepping. But that's, this is kind of the second or third tier to prepping yeah. when you think about our VBSs. So just so you know, you're going to get a broader range of topics too. So that's exactly. kind of cool. Exactly.
3: Exactly, so, Shelby. What do you have?
2: Want to talk about one of our great sponsors? Love these folks, and I always like to mix up the list that I. We have a whole list of them in front of us. A Minuteman Coffee. Love these guys. Love, love these guys. One because they have uh, put up with a lot from social media these days in terms getting of banned getting and stuff. banned and all of. Ugh. Anyway, so the best place, best way to get reach them and place an order of their. Awesome. is go to our website, prepping2-0.com. Click over on friends and affiliates. You'll see the, uh, a graphic there. Click on the graphic. Check out our I Miss America blend. I'm not kidding. It's one of my favorites. It's a nice, rich, not... It's a dark roast that doesn't give you a headache and leave a bitter <laughs> taste in your mouth. It's really awesome. Use the you code... You don't need
3: a Narcan shot Oops. to come out of it. And let's <laughs> so put it, it that there way. There you go.
2: And if you use the code I Miss America, check out, you get 15% off your entire order, which is great this time of year. So great gift. Gift item, too.
3: Well, let's head straight into our guest. Um, our guest is Leszek, and he grew up in Poland. He'll describe that more. Communist Poland, back when it was communist, and came to America and has a variety of observations. He was also, uh, 299 readers slash listeners, one of the colonels in the 299 Days book series in Book 10. Uh, there's a colonel that has his name, Leszek, um, and his last name, and Go ahead and read it. And it's all about the differences or maybe similarities between communism and a socialist America. So I highly recommend it. So Colonel, <laughs> Honorary Colonel, uh, welcome to the show.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh, my, name, my name is Leszek Tahira, and I did grow up in Poland. Yeah. And uh, sorry. And uh, welcome to the show.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Thank you very much. And you grew up in Poland. Um, When were you born and when did you leave? I want to let people know this was Soviet era Poland, not the current Poland.
1: Yes, I was uh, I was born during actually Cold War. Um, My parents squeezed me into 1960s. Um, last year of 1960, so 1969, good year. Uh, Beatles were playing, and then, uh, somebody landed on the moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there was also some uh, some tough things going on: Vietnam mm. War and and Cold War for sure.
3: Uh, Invasion uh, of Czechoslovakia. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, my life on uh, on one side of the Iron Curtain, and uh, the old fox's life on uh, on the other side. You know, mm. before we met up here um years later.
3: How did you escape?
1: So um that's that's kinda a long story. I don't think we have enough uh um time on the show, but um my escape from Poland, um well I um my escape happened the same year as Poland um gained its independence from communism. Mm-hmm. Uh, not knowing that will happen, I was 19 years old, and uh, um, a few factors drove me to make a decision to leave Poland. And in, a, in January of 1990, um, I boarded a train. That's, uh, that's just a short of a story, as I can tell you. I boarded mm-hmm. the train that was uh, I was supposed to go. On a on the seven day trip to Vienna, Austria, and I chose that country um, with a friend of mine from actually from um, school that we were attending at that time. Uh, we chose that country because um, during communism, you you had to have two passports. One was for all the Eastern Bloc countries or anything um, on the on the Soviet side of the Iron Curtain. Which was really easily attained, attainable. Uh, but, um, second passport was for all other countries, meaning all the Western world countries. And that one was a little tricky to get. Um, but we did, we did, it was tricky for us. Uh, It was really tricky for me, but I did get that passport and we, um, we bought this uh, little getaway to Vienna for a week. Um, because Vienna did not require, or Austria, uh, did not require a visa from Polish citizens to come to visit. So we did that. And uh, our intention was not to come back to Poland. Um, Our intention was to bounce off of uh, um, Austria and continue on to Greece and try to immigrate from there, which kind of took a couple of years before I was able to make my way to Canada um yeah the 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 actual process of escaping was a little bit tricky there's a lot of stories there Uh, but um a lot of uh with a lot of help from uh i believe god um we were able to get out and once we get once we were on the other side of the polish border we're jumping up and down Uh, just imagine Mm -hmm. two, two 19 year old kids you know with uh no money and Couple bags to each name, uh, just taking off on, uh, on a crazy adventure.
3: Wow. wow. Yeah. It's obviously God and Bug mm-hmm. Buga So, what was life like in communist Poland? Because this is what is so, I think, fascinating for our listeners. They know in general that it was bleak and everything, but when we spoke, and it was several years ago, we reconnected recently. Thank goodness. Thank you, by the way, for reaching out to me. That was great. But you know, the the little stories, the everyday life stories, what was it like in communist Poland? Because later in a few minutes, we're going to be asking similarities, you know, between communist Poland and what the U.S. might be shaping up as. So life in communist Poland and be sure and tell all kinds of stories, because that's what folks are wanting to hear.
1: Yeah. So uh, for those for those who have never been outside of U.S., then uh, it would be probably probably hard to imagine that world it it was it was different in 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 many aspects one of them was to me as a you know as a teenager growing up in uh in in communism the biggest the biggest um thing that i i always noticed was the struggle to have um not always having all the necessities. Um, long lines when I was uh, when I was, you know, in my early teens. Uh, that's when uh, in the eighties there was a there was a big um, big crisis as far as uh, just good, not having good um, for for my sister and I. Um, the only times we might have eaten oranges was the Christmas time. That was the only time where government, you know, dumped some on the in, into the stores. And my if my mom was was at the right place at the right time and was able to buy some, we had some oranges in our Christmas gift. Uh, that was uh, that was I mean, something that here we just take so for granted because you can we can just go to the store and pick up anything. You know, kiwi I never had a kiwi when I was in Poland you knew what I was what kind of fruit that was um but even those things did not come from um from Western world like oranges came from Cuba and some people <laughs> I don't want to offend anybody but um they were called um fidels balls <laughs> because they they didn't even taste like oranges that we we taste here so that, that was one, one big difference that um, I've noticed all the time, just lack of things. If I wanted something, I could not just have it. My parents didn't have, they had money for, for necessities, but they didn't have money for additional things. So it was, that's why people resolved to, a lot of people resolved to side hustle,
2: mm-hmm.
1: um, you know, whatever, whatever they could come up with. Um my life as a, as a kid was watching my dad. My dad was a electrician. Uh he worked uh for one of the um local companies that uh that manufactured um light bulbs and things like that. And then later on he worked for the city uh, as an inspector, uh electrical inspector. Um but whatever he I saw my dad build his build our, you know, build, build a house for us with his own hands. Hmm. Um, because it, it was, you know, you and I, we can go and whether we use credit or or we have money on hand, we can go and, and either rent or buy a place in Poland. You cannot not just go and buy, buy a house or go and buy an apartment. You had to apply um for for apartment and wait and wait and wait uh, and and if you were assigned an apartment, you could then go and purchase it and you would pay you know, pay mortgage just like we do here to uh, to pay that off. Same with cars, same with anything like if you wanted a washer and dryer, it wasn't you just didn't have it in the in a the store um, they they would have maybe at one or two, um sets of them in the store but they were one would be just a display and the second would be assigned to somebody who was waiting for it for months or years to get it it was crazy like uh, we, we don't know this world you hmm. know that kind of world here we we are we are so in a way spoiled it, it, it's incredible
2: well and and if i can ask you less um Kind of going back a little bit, when you when you took that trip to Vienna, did your family know and and how do you still have families still in Poland now?
1: Mm-hmm. Good question. Um, most of my family, my immediate family knew mm-hmm. that I was leaving. I could not tell my friends. I was right. just afraid because um, the, uh, back then, you um, Military service was mandatory. So if you turned 18 and you were not in school anymore, uh, you were automatically being drafted to serve in the military for two years. Um, and since I was, I continue my post, uh, secondary education, um, my military service was deferred. However, schools were obligated to inform military draft office if somebody left school, like if you dropped out of school, uh, they would, they would inform the the draft office and they would come and, and get you. <laughs> yeah. Cause they wanted monkeys to do work for them. Yeah. So um, I could not tell anybody. Also, if, if, if somebody found out if like, you know, friends are friends, but um, if somebody by mistake said something and I was caught and um, Caught that um, in Poland, being still in Poland, that I was planning to to leave and not come back, then uh, yeah, I would be in prison
2: mm-hmm. for a long yeah. time. Th- right?
1: For a long time. Yeah. yeah, I I don't know how long, but not really. I mean, like Poland was still under Russian mm-hmm. rule. You know, Russia never left after World War Two. Right. The Russian, Russian influence was there and there were cities in Poland that Polish people could not enter. They were staffed by Russian military and, and they, 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 I don't know if they still deny it, but they denied it at the, at the time that uh, nuclear weapons were stationed in Poland, hmm. you know, because they, they, they were preparing for, um, for invasion of Western Europe. You know, and Poland was just a kind of springboard for it
3: so when you escaped and at some point the authorities knew you hadn't come back mm-hmm. did your parents get in trouble or did the um the the freedom in 1990 mean that they your parents got lucky
1: yeah so 1990 uh, the first free election comes to play and uh solidarity And um, and the leader of Solidarność, like Wałęsa, won that election. He he became uh, head of the country, and basically, um, a few months later, we saw and the the whole world saw Berlin Wall starting getting chipped apart. Um, That's where you know that's when when you saw, communist influence crumbled in Eastern Europe. my parents, uh, yet that did not change my situation with the military. Um, because you are subject to military draft till you are 28, usually at 28, you would go into reserve. And, um, um, I obviously wasn't at that age. So for till I was 28 and I was long gone from Poland. I was by then I was a Canadian citizen. Um, till I was 28, my parents would get every month, they would get a um, summon from military to, for me to report to military office. And also they would get a letter, where is your son and when is he coming back? You know, that kind of stuff. So they weren't harassed, but they were being poked all the time mm. and all that. Till til I turned 28, and that kind of faded away.
2: So are they still in Poland now, or I, I'm not sure if they're still alive, but did they remain in Poland? Did they ever Did they ever yes, leave? Yes,
1: they are. They are. Uh, my parents, I'm sorry, they're still alive. They're in their early 70s, um, and they live in same town, Jawa Podlaska, that's, uh, that's about 40 kilometers, which is 25 miles west of. Um, back then, Polish-Russian border. Nowadays, Polish-Berroos border. So wow. It's really close to to what it used to be Russia, you know. Pre-World War II, that was central Poland. Mm-hmm. You still had a lot of ways to go east before you left Poland, but that changed after World War II. So, so my, parents, my parents are still there. Um, I still have a brother there and I do have a sister who married an American serviceman and she immigrated to US later on. Um, she lives in Colorado.
3: So it sounds like and we have a few more minutes and then segment one will be winding up. And we'll be going to segment two. But it sounds like with Lech Walensa becoming the president, yes, the military might have been sending you. It was it was the free Polish military. I mean, it was a military of of a free Poland, but it was still a draft law. And you saw the report. But it's not as if the Lech Walensa 1990 and, and on Polish government was going to do what the um, oh, what was his name, Jaruzelski, um, the right. the the Zomo, um, the the Polish puppet bad guy from the 1980s. I mean, if he were president, your parents would have been in big trouble. I mean, would your dad have lost his job and that kind of stuff?
1: Yeah, uh, like I remember when I turned nine, uh, 18, uh, that was a year before I left, and we had we had to go and vote for something. I don't remember what, but we had to go and vote in uh, supposedly in election, but there was no election. There were no parties. Yeah. Back then it was just one one party. And, and um, just, just as a note, Poland was a country of two nations. One was all the all the party people, all the people that were involved in running the country uh, the the uh, government, the com- communist government, and the citizens, and they are they they were they lived together, but they didn't go by the same rules. Hmm. I mean, I see it more and more, you know, happening here in the U.S. as well. Um, I always say to my friends, we are nation within nation. You know, there is a nation of. U.S. government and there is a nation of American people, um, but maybe I'm just uh, going off to uh, to a different. Segment
2: that you wanted to do. <laughs> oh no, that's okay. This is fascinating to listen to, Les. We so appreciate you kind of going down memory lane with us. Yeah, and we're gonna we're gonna not start you on another story <laughs> before we go into our break. But um, and that's where we'll kind of pick pick this up. So kind of get your brain juices going. What are this when we come back? We're gonna talk about what are the similarities that you saw being under communist regime, under communist control. You know, and this what is this now thirty almost 30 years ago
0: and that you're seeing now now.
2: happening, especially now happening as we get ready to um, bring in a new president uh, or as we record this, we don't know who our president is at this point from the election and, and similarities you see. So I'm going to leave you with that thought and we're going to catch up with everybody on the other side of the break. Don't go away.
0: More Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com.
1: preppernet.com preppernet where preppers unite preppernet.com
2: shelby gallagher here we found that you need to layer your food preps
3: yeah this is glenn tate here a lot of times the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods we love new Mana foods which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-gmo also organic meals are available
2: Numana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years, the perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering.
3: You can get a sample of Mana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed.
2: Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP.
3: Go to newMana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website.
2: Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A dot com.
0: When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple-to-install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars.
3: One of the key 2.0 items to have is bulletproof body armor plates. I used to think body armor was too tactical for a regular guy like me, but it isn't. Give yourself, your family, and your team an unfair advantage when bullets are flying. Body armor used to be expensive and hard to get. Not anymore. KD Armor, and that stands for come and take it. Make solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. Katie Armour is the place to get it. cati armorcom Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT.
0: Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher.
2: Welcome back, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over at Prepping 2.0 for the second half, and we've been talking with Lesik, who is a refugee from communism, grew up in Poland. And uh, one of the questions we wanted to ask you, Les, and I'm just going to be so intrigued to hear your answer, has as the current events that are happening around us right now in the United States. What similarities do you see between your experience in Poland and being under communist rule and control? And I'm going to say the word oppression and the U.S. now.
1: Yeah, um, there's so many to to list, but um, what I what I remember from uh, from my childhood is, and what I see today, you know, turning on the TV is. Um, one set of information coming from, uh, from one source, like, um, um, mainstream media, and another set of information coming from independent sources, like my friends, uh, people that I know and trust, or some independent, um, on, I would say maybe unspoiled, uh, sources. They're not, they don't have a, you know, backing of, specific uh, interest uh, groups and stuff like that. Mm. So today, you know, I, I will turn on TV and see, and, you know, being a little bit older and, and understanding um, a little bit of history and, and social arrangements. I see mainstream media blatantly lying to us. And then going, I would have to go and see what other people that are maybe in the same area, um, are reporting and then combining or, or contrasting the information and coming up with my own, um, view of it. That reminded me of seeing my dad, you know, reading, um, a newspaper, which was a government newspaper. No, Mm -hmm. there were no, there were no independent sources in Poland during communism all new all media whether it was written as a like a newspaper or radio or tv was always um only uh, sponsored by the government so he would watch the news he would you know he would read the newspaper and then in the evening when the radio waves were um favorable Hmm. he would pull out the radio and and tune it to uh, radio free Europe or, or voice of America and listen to the information from those sources to get his, to get the truth because the truth is usually lies in between, as we say. Yeah. Know, and, 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 get his, and keep his sanity that way. And I think we as Americans, cause I, I did, uh, take an oath to become a citizen last year.
2: Excellent! Um, Congratulations!
1: Very, cool. very happy about that. Um, and I waited. Um, could have done it many years ago, but I waited till we had a somewhat decent president. Yeah. To do it.
2: <laughs> it's been kind of dicey since you got here. That's I got to admit. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, you know, to keep my sanity, I have to do the same thing. I I have to. I can't just if I if I listen to what um, um, mainstream media says. Uh, it would, it would brain me, uh, brainwash me like in, in no time. You, you have to, as a, you know, as a thinking individual, you have to look at all the information, st- take a step back, take a deep breath, process it, and then make up your own decision about what's going on. I think that's the only thing that, that, that can keep us sane and, and on maybe somewhat on the level that will, will help us survive. What, I think the times are
3: ahead of us. Well, and you mentioned um, in in Poland um, that th- there were consequences for doing what the government didn't want. So here's a question for you. It seems to me that in Poland, back in the communist era, you got in big trouble and not necessarily hauled off to prison, but I mean, you might lose your job. You might, you know, there might be social pressure. But anyway, back in communist Poland, if you said particular things, thought particular things made a particular joke bad things would happen do you see that now in america where if you use the wrong word or you say something something bad will happen maybe your facebook account gets shut down for a while or maybe you lose your job if you work in a big corporation lose your job
2: lose your bank account yeah i
3: mean is it is it now and that may not apply to you because where you live and given the patriot that you are You may not have to worry about these things, but I mean, do people have to look over their shoulder in the United States like they had to look over their shoulder in Poland?
1: Yeah, um, I think we have to more and more as, uh, you know, I always tell people that I meet here and they ask me, where are you from? Because they can still, obviously, I'm not trying to lose my accent, but um, sometimes it kind of blends into different things and, and people guess where I'm from, you know. And if I tell them, oh, I'm from Australia or, or um, <laughs> Ireland, they just take it at the face value. <laughs> but um, I tell people, you know, I grew up in the cage. I was born in a cage and I grew up in a cage, somewhat on my knees. And um, I had an opportunity given me by God to escape that cage. But you guys were born free here. Um, but you allow the cage to be built, bar by bar, slowly around you, and it it's a gradual process. It it doesn't happen in a day. It has not happened in the you no know, thirty years that I've been on this side of the um, of the world. Um, it, it wasn't like this thirty years ago in Canada. No, you you know you could you could you could speak out your mind. Nowadays. Uh, and i've been gone from canada for a few years since i immigrated to to the us and i like am just for the listeners i married an american citizen um my wife is an american so we decided to stay here since since uh, that transition time between canada back then and and now if you and, and i'm not you know I'm, I'm not a person that is politically correct i don't really care it's it, you know to me if you say something and it doesn't physically hurt me, it, 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 it's not a... It, okay, there's one thing to be tactful and one thing to be offensive you know, or, or just vulgar. If, if you call somebody gay, okay, that's where you are. If you call me a Pollock, I'm not gonna get offended. I'm, that's what I am, you know? But now now, today, if you call somebody gay in Canada, you can be fined or arrested. Yes. I'm just saying that, you know, which is your freedom of speech has been depressed since I've lived there, and similar things are happening here in the U.S. since, uh, you know, since I've lived here for past, um, just think, um, nineteen ninety seven, ninety five. I came here to serve a mission for my church and lived a couple of years. And a couple of years, and back in Canada, and back to U.S. to school. So, uh, you know, over over. 15 years that I've been here, um, a lot of changes like your free, mm-hmm. the freedom of speech. You have to, in a way, it, it's not that they're going to haul you off the gulag for it. But, um, example, um, when, um, Barack Obama was at the head of government here, I worked for the company, um, as a, as a company's rep for, my wife and I—we were working for one of the companies uh, manufacturing skydiving equipment, and uh, we were their marketing team on on the road throughout U.S. And if I said something that I didn't like that that guy was doing, and I'm not political, like I—I I don't have affiliation. I don't. I am really. I I don't really care for either either side. I care about people taking care of people, and I just don't believe, and I'm not talking about, um, I'm not talking about Donald Trump, if Mm -hmm, if
2: you mm
1: -hmm. go into politics. To me, that guy is, I actually voted for Trump. Um, I voted for Trump, not because I like Republicans, I voted for Trump because he was a and I still believe he's a disruptor to the system that oppresses people. Yes. Yeah. So he steers it up, and more somebody steers it up, more they take, um, take their attention off of us, the commoners, and they have to deal with him. And that gives us a little bit of a breathing space. That's, mm. that's, that's what solidarity was in Poland to communist government. You know, they, they stirred up the pot, so they took up Pressure off the commoners, and they went after that.
2: Yeah, um,
1: I think that, uh, that that that's the comparison I can I can do with Donald Trump, and that's why I voted. It. It's not because um, because he's a, a great person or or a savior, It's because he throws um, monkey wrench into the system. The system right. that I, it's not helping uh, the, the common person. So.
2: Uh, so let me stop you right there I have uh, to, I'm going to jump in we'll just and pause. Uh, just take a quick pause so you can take a breath um, and give a quick recognition and shout out to some of our great sponsors uh, Katie Armour um, go check them out they um create a body armor for the commoner <laughs> to, yeah, to borrow affordable. a phrase it's affordable um if you use the coupon code grant uh think 299 days at checkout you get 10 percent off also emp shield this is they're kind of fun yeah they, they have a device that will uh either fit on your home or your car protects you from an emp um or electric magnetic pulse uh use the again you can find Meta our website prepping2-0.com under the friends and affiliates page use the coupon code prepping2.0 and you get $50 off your order which is kind of a per big device, deal per really. device yeah. which is a great deal we got a couple more sponsors but I want you to want to um, keep going with less here so, um, so Les, you were talking about how you're feeling that the, the pressure on the commoner and how you fe- you voted for Trump because took he took the heat and took it off of us, which is, I think, an interesting analogy, not an analogy, but an, an interesting angle is a better way to say it. Um, so what do you, that, and again, as we record this, we don't know. The Electoral College mm-hmm. has not made a decision. What do you see happening if... We have a Joe Biden presidency.
1: So, um, so I I did vote for Trump because I wanted the monkey wrench being in the system. Mm. Um, I, I do not believe in either side. I believe uh, you know, and, and I don't know if we if we want to go that route right sure. now. Um, talking about this, but um, I believe the U.S. government, both sides, are an exhibition team for. To entertain the rest of the people, they do their own thing, they live their lives, they have their own rules, which we can't go by. Um, we're not allowed to, or if we tried, <laughs> it doesn't end well for, for you and I. Um, and they they run this country. Mm-hmm. You know, we are we're just uh, I don't know little cells, sub- yeah, in we're a, subjects,
2: system, mm-hmm. you know,
1: being being used. Uh, but um, going back to, uh, really mm-hmm. quickly, going back to freedom of speech. So I, we were, my wife and I, we were on the road when when Obama was in, in charge. And I said something on Facebook, in my own account, my personal account, you know, it expressed my opinion. And then I got an email from my boss, um, basically telling me not to do those things and not to express my opinions about... Um, in my old private account, it wasn't even company's account. Uh, about um, sitting president, uh, because he had complaints from somebody out there that didn't like it. Hmm. Um, so, so in a free country where the you know First Amendment's supposed to be a First Amendment, that was my first kind of um, cold water in the face. Uh, going, really, in America, you're going to tell yeah. me that? And but um, but then today, you know, look at, the, you know, five, 10 years later, wh- where are we at? You, you can't, we, we are so far gone because being, being politically correct or it, it's so, it, you have to be so sensitive to everybody's, mm-hmm. you know, feelings that it's just yeah it's ridiculous it's,
2: it's ridiculous it's and it's really as I'm listening to you talk last I, I the phrase that goes through my mind and I feel like you're about ready to say it, but you don't quite is I miss America yeah you know I miss that's, america yeah and
1: i i i I keep telling people you know you're going to give this country away the the I believe this country was set up by God in a way um that people could be free and could have freedom. And obviously if there is God, there is, there is evil. And I think evil hates America Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and doesn't want, because America is about freedom. We all have about freedom. Every single person, I don't, I don't care what your political affiliation is or your, your feelings about anything. We are all born to be free and we are wired to be free. Um, if we weren't so, I I would never left Poland, you know, but we, we all, we all get, we gravitate to freedom. We want to be free unless we are conditioned otherwise. And I think political system and, and media and educational system here conditions people to be more dependent on that system rather than to think for themselves and be free. And uh, I, I see it in younger people.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, it,
2: yeah. It's sad.
1: We, yep. we, we're just giving it away. We, you know, things that people fought for and people that people sacrificed for and struggle for, to us, has no value. To us, meaning, I, I'm not saying you and I, I'm talking about general society. It has no value anymore. And it's really sad because when you take freedoms away, you start limiting your options, you limiting your options in life, and you you know you wake up one day and you are the bars on the cage are completed and you are in communist Poland. I don't care if you're going to call it progressive or socialist; it's still the same. I, a, same system, just different label.
2: Like a cage is a cage, no matter what shape it is, yeah. right?
3: Well. Uh, less i wanted to uh pick up on a on a topic that i think would be of interest to our listeners because it could be coming here a very specific thing before i do i wanted to mention uh two more sponsors of ours new mana freeze-dried foods long-term big portion freeze-dried foods of course you go to prepping 2.0 dash com or 2-0.com and the friends and affiliates link you use the coupon code prep and you get 10 percent off and then of course Backwoods Home Magazine, great magazine, uh, six off. And the number six off is the coupon code and you get $6 off. But with those mentions, I wanted to say this in um, Poland. I know that in the 80s, there was martial law. And what was that like? I mean, because I'm not saying it's coming here. I mean, it could come here. It's entirely possible. I could see parts of this country like the cities, the, the blue Democrat run cities, Having something like that, what was life like under martial law, and what should Americans be thinking about from hearing what you went through?
1: Yeah, so martial law. I was twelve years old. I remember it like today. Um, It was Sunday, and my uh, my parents, uh, my parents, and my sister and I, we were all together at home, and on comes Jaruzelski on TV. And basically declares martial law, saying that um, due to due to um, danger of Poland falling apart and being taken over by Russians, he they they created a committee to save the Polish, Polish nation, and to do so, they had they decided to institute a martial law. And uh, I'm 12 years old, and I go to my parents, what does that mean? And my dad goes, well, you guys don't have to go to school tomorrow. And so that was a really happy day mm-hmm. um, for us. And yes, there was no school, but also there were um, personal arm carriers um, rolled out to the streets and tanked. And police were, police, regular police and ZOMO. ZOMO is um, basically motorized police. They were all over the place. And um, the whole Russian thing, it was an excuse. Just like today we have this COVID thing. It's an excuse to suppress freedom. And that was the excuse to suppress, basically, movement of people towards freedom they wanted to they wanted to kill solidarity they wanted to kill solidarity. they did not want people to to get more um lenience from the government to do more things they didn't want that they, they thought they're gonna kill it but they didn't um is it similar to what we have in here yes and no the big difference the big difference, uh, my friends, is the uh, Second Amendment. Hmm. We did not have it. We could not just pick up, uh, you know, when you, are, when you are up against the wall and you have to fight back, if you don't have anything to fight back with, that's, that, or your enemy has advantage over you, that's really tough thought to be in. We do have that advantage here in this country. So I do see, I do see that similarity. Similarity. There is a lot of people that are still free in their spirit, and they want the freedom that America is. Um, but if they do give up Second Amendment, they will. I don't. I don't believe they will be able to keep that freedom alive for much longer. And uh, from what you're hearing, you know. Progressives or Democrats or I, I can, I call them communists. I'm not going to wrap it in the, in the special wrapper. They communists. What they want is to take freedoms away so they can have total control, but I don't see it being done by, um, necessarily by armed force. I see those freedoms being, uh, being taken away through the means of ec- economy. Through, mm-hmm. through money, through debt. If they can enslave us to debt, um, and and a lot of people, you know, have been slowly being enslaved to debt um, since since the beginning of last century, uh, when the Federal Reserve was was created um, and the, and the money money manipulation started. Um, that's how they're gonna enslave us. And, 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 if we resist with, uh, see in Poland, they, people resisted with what they had. It was their sheer force of, of the numbers. And the difference between Poland and here is people were not divided. There was no mm. left and right. There was no two parties that they could divide people into. There was no black and white they can divide them into. There was no, um, you know, religious division or anything like that. I mean, here we can, here we get divided in so many different, from so many different angle, angles. It, it, it's incredible. But political is it, it's a big one. Uh They'll divide people left and right and you, you know, you pro this and you against this. And that's how they keep, keep people in check against each other rather than against the system. Mm-hmm. Over there it was, it's, the government nation that has everything and the populace that has, they are just their slaves. And if the slaves stay together and then march together, that's a big force. Hmm. Even if they don't have, you know, if they don't have um, firearms like we do. But here we are uh, so divided that it's a, it's a, it's a tricky situation. You know, and, and that can be really really well manipulated and played against against uh, each other rather than against the system there is not not given what system supposed to give to people yeah you know, preserve their their freedom that's what uh, that's what governments are all supposed to be to preserve the freedoms
3: of its citizens
2: yeah uh, well, I'm going to stop you there, Les, because we only have about a minute left. Did you have a, have a thought? You look like you were to say something there, Glenn.
3: No, I was just going to say this, um, less in about 30 seconds or so before we go into the after show for Patreons, and there's going to be more. We have 16 Patreon questions for Les, and they're amazingly good mm-hmm. questions. Less in like 30 seconds or so, wrap it up. What's your warning to America?
1: My warning to America and myself, because I'm part of this country, this is my home, is don't look at at the differences that they are painting the opposite side of you with. look at we just had Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone. Mm. You know, look at the look at the messages people are putting on social media. Um, they are being grateful for their family. Mm-hmm. They're being grateful for their home that they get them a uh, roof over their head to sleep under um, for some beans to acquire food. They are grateful for those simple, basic
2: things. And I'm going to stop you right there. Sorry about we that. We got to stop list. you right yeah. there, Les. And I wrote, we'll talk about more on the other side, folks. Have a great week and uh, be thankful.
0: You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at agreatstate.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.